0: Alright, Thursday's episode. Uh, you may not be able to see this. I have a hat on. I'm not shaved. That tells you I have pretty much, pretty much mailed it in for the day. Jesse's got the gout back again. The King's
1: disease. He's out. Yep. No, I think this is one of those days where it's like, it's a good we, day. we know we're done with this week after today. And the week <laughs> is kind of, you know, informing us that it's done with us. Because we are sneaking away to the mountains.
0: Cabin isolated for a couple days. I'm, I'm excited tomorrow morning that's
1: enough can i walk while i'm there maybe not who knows Wrong who point. knows but who needs to walk sure Me, bring scooter the scooter time. you're prepared Scooters. for time yep that's why you have it good exactly
0: um let's just get into it the faster we get into it the faster we can you know banter out just nope banter personality nothing
1: 42-minute um, episode. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Seems about 18 strong to me. quite frankly, but. Um, okay. Yeah, let's
0: jump right into uh, We'll have some nonsense. I'll be honest, but I am not looking forward to the rest of the day. I did some breaking yesterday on the page. Facebook Ooh. group Geo Breaks. That, Andy owns it, but he lets me ugly. break once in a while. Case was trash, and now I have 38 more packages to ship. <laughs> Sorting and shipping stinks. I hate it.
1: I remember it that to used be to be, be like the majority of your time. I felt like, oh, like used you to be 300
0: packages every other day. Yeah, Now yeah. it's 38 once a month that I'm complaining. So. And you still hate it. Big,
1: huh? what? big picture. What were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything. NFL big hobby games. How it's going to affect this coming week's playoff uh, or NFL fantasy league, whatever card values. What do we do? There you go. This is What sh- are we doing? It's a show about sports cards.
0: I put the abbreviations in the notes here. I'm going to have you interpret these for me. So give me the first game on the top left. Here's the thing. I'm seeing them. I know three. Give I me don't the first know one. all of them. Say it out loud. Go ahead. Houston at Cleveland. Do you know the team names for those two? The Houston Houston Blank-
1: Texans, Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh my okay. goodness. I was impressed with myself as I said it. It's, it's just we've like- often.
0: I've heard before your <laughs> co-host doesn't know anything about sports. People who say that, dead He's wrong. Lies. This guy here, big sports fan. You guys are mean. Uh, Houston Texans, so he, interesting game to me for both. The Texans, I'm curious if Tyrod keeps rolling. If he does, you've been graced with another week to move his stuff before it inevitably falls off the table. Not that it's that high up in the Not mountain. Not that you now. even had it
1: because there was no pop
0: no in any of it. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting here to me, though, is Baker. A couple of weeks ago, Baker was like on card ladder on their player index, like the hottest selling quarterback. His growth was ridiculous. Of course, he's out of the 2018 draft class. Um, Baker played played good. You know, he had such a horrible ending against KC last week. He
1: played good, or did he play well? I was just kidding. I didn't.
0: Yeah, it's you a question. He no, pl- played G E L L. That's how he played.
1: Superman um, does good. He did well. That's fair.
0: <laughs> Clark Kent? No? Um, the band You just can't hold it just down. Like, hold it. Riveting stuff. <laughs> I think Baker's going to have a huge game. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had a big game against them last, last week. I mean, stats-wise, he didn't look great. I think Baker's going to light up Houston. So I, I like Baker here. I think Baker had a... We saw a little bit of a lull after Kansas City, which is weird. He's at Kansas City. They're not supposed to win that game. The fact that it was a one-possession game at the end to me... Now, granted, they blew it in the second half... I like Baker stuff going forward. I think that's an interesting game to keep an eye on. I am kind of excited to see if he's if we're going to see a consistent top ten type guy all season. If so, cool. So Baker it to me is still kind of a hold. I think you got to see how high his stuff's going to get before we move out of there. And I don't think that division's all that great either. So
1: it is interesting how much of a spike Baker had on his bases. 2018. It's crazy. Prism, like right, but it like it spiked hard. But then leading immediately up to the season. Yes, but it yep. immediately fell right back in line because it was like 350s, but then spiked up to 450. Yep, and then after the loss, right back down. Yep.
0: Yeah, because I mean, game, but that's what I mean. Yes, they should have won the game. They had a very good chance to win the game. You're at Kansas City. Let's be honest, you're not supposed to beat Mahomes at home, and they didn't. They were very competitive, interesting team, but I think they blow out Houston and Baker has a monster game, which would help his pricing. So if you're in Baker short term, I, I don't know that it's the worst time to sell. This is the first time I think we're going to see a little bit more immediate spikes and dips in football than before. Maybe not necessarily based off one game, but I think two to three games in a row, uh, good or bad, we're going to see pricing affected. So that was one that stood out to me.
1: OK, what's that second one? People want uh, to know. I, this one's New England at New York Jets. This guy is I'm on. S- I love sports. Oh, sports. Give him to me. Slam dunk it. Who are the quarterbacks of these two teams? Stop it. Uh not Cam Newton. It's Mike. Oh uh, man. Mike uh I want to say Mike Evans. Yep. Yep. And, Mike Evans. Uh, he uh, is, he's, uh he's left one.
0: Tampa Bay oh, receiver. God, he's he's the now new gonna guy. be a
1: quarterback in New England.
0: Oh. Mac Jones.
1: D- there it is. Yeah. And Zach.
0: Anything? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Yep. He is 46 (laughs) straight out of Bayside High School. Didn't play college ball, although he did have some. He had a couple weird seasons where he worked at a restaurant on the beach that nobody could figure out. I have a Zach Morris card.
1: okay, so I don't want to.
0: Do you pay attention to the
1: show at all? (laughs) Zach Wilson. I (laughs) do know. Have you ever seen the show? I know that there's a Zach Wilson out there. I just think it was that team.
0: Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson played at Cleveland at Carolina last week. Looked okay at times. But obviously, these are two of the big five quarterbacks. Mac looked good. I think they're going to go in. You know, I've really my my initial like super positive spin was Mac Jones goes three and oh, build up for the Brady game. I sell my RPA that I bought. They lost last week. However, he looked good against the Dolphins. His pricing still stayed strong. If he comes out and gets his first win and looks good again, and that Jets defense is not great. He should have a good game. I think we're going to see these quarterbacks both put up decent numbers, but especially Mac. I think Mac can really light up that New York Jets uh, defense. I don't know that this is a great game for Zach Wilson. Uh, New England's got a pretty good defense. I don't love them in that game. So, but I mean, again, this is kind of one of those just wait and see. There's going to be hype around it. Two of the top five QBs in the game, uh, rookie QBs in the game. I think there's going to be some hype. So, I am interested to see what Mac does because I'm not, I'm not dead set on it has to be Week Four to sell Mac Jones. Like if he spikes after this one, my price on my certified is like seven to eight hundred. If I see those prices, I'm out. What are you? Your face is just beaming with confidence. What's going on over there? What's in your head? Looking up uh, Zach Moore. Is AC Slater there?
1: AC is not. Where's Lisa Turtle these days? Screech is no. R.I.P. Never mind. Screech isn't there. Is he? Um, Yeah. Did you not? Oh, I forgot. Guys, let's no, go I, ahead and stop the card show and let's talk about this for a second. Screech,
0: Dustin Diamond. I forgot yeah, about that. Didn't you know it. what? I'm curious how many ring of podcasts are talking about Dustin Diamond
1: today. So that's a fair. You know what, question. Bill Simmons?
0: You want some <laughs> diversity of content? There you go. We're talking Zach Morris and Dustin. Bill's like yeah, you' not along you're not talking
1: Did he this. did he text you about diversity of content? No.
0: He's not received a text back from when I asked him to come on the show. Again. So that's where the okay. uh, Our Instagram messenger is blowing up. I have to turn my phone off. I apologize. Yes.
1: Thank you. I love when Um, people on
0: Instagram, by the way, just just send a million pictures of a card, no mention (laughs) of anything, just a bunch of pictures. I'm gonna just send back ten pictures of Brady and Griffey, just run around.
1: (laughs) Um, All right, go ahead. So back to the thing. So I was just looking. Um, Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson, they do have cards now on Card Letter, which is great. Um, Oh, they do. Okay. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just added some. They've got their uh, Donruss cards on there. 2021, of course. Um, they both have seen significant drops in value. However, uh, do you have an idea for which one is going for more right now? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. But it's much closer than I actually would have thought. Um, so they have dropped. They were like 45 or so as of like a week ago. And now they've dropped down to Mac Jones is down to 36. Um, Zach is down to 20. So. Pretty significant drops, uh, like legit over 50% for Zach Wilson. So it makes me think as far as what the hobby is predicting, they're probably more in favor of Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, which falls in line with what you were saying. Yeah, What okay. are you What are you doing on your phone? I'm sorry,
0: we're getting tagged. People are looking for the link for the website because they're trying to sign up for Carline oh. and save 15%. I literally just got tagged. <laughs> I shouldn't be paying attention to the phone. I'm sorry I am. Um thank you. I I actually think we're gonna see more drop from that though. Don Russ base, $15 to $20 cards to me. The fact that the first I'm I'm always curious who's buying the first couple of those two for 100 dollars That's yeah. insane to me.
1: All right, next game. Uh um, I I've got the I've got this. Next game, San Francisco, 49ers. I at, I thought this was gonna go way differently, honestly. You thought I was gonna get all of them wrong? I thought you would know half of these. Well, here's the thing. Did I'm you look already about- no? Dude, I know okay, enough okay. about sports. The, the Okay. Did I know the Sorry, Did I know the quarterbacks? Know the <laughs> quarterbacks? Maybe not. Guy just um, told me
0: Zach Morris is starting a game in the NFL, but I, I, I'm
1: sorry for selling you short on your knowledge. <laughs> you haven't seen this week's lineup. You don't know that for sure. What um, is he doing these days? Where, where is <laughs> 49ers? His, at what is his Philly. name in real life? Uh, a, my goodness. Um, babe, babe, what's uh, Zach Morris' real yeah, name what in is real it? life? Mark Paul Gosler, Mark Paul Gosler is what you said. There you go. He had a
0: nice little stint on NYPD Blue.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I don't remember him anywhere. So
1: he's so Um, handsome, though. He's got that going. Come on, of course. Withstood the test of time. What's the game we're talking (laughs) about? San Francisco at Philly. Yeah, So I'm curious for a couple
0: things here. First, does Trey Lance see the field more than he did last week? Came in for the quick touchdown pass. That was about it. Does Jimmy G stay healthy? I I literally just watch every game with San Francisco waiting for him to get hurt. And the minute that happens, I think you'll have a very brief window. Buy up all the Trey Lance you can. I think you can do well with it. Quite frankly, you could probably do that anyways um, because I I just think it's going to happen. Either he gets hurt, he plays very mediocre. I don't think we see him all season. The flip side of that, though, I'm super interested in Jalen Hurts. San Francisco is a very good defense. Does Jalen Hurts look as good as he does last week? If he does... I think he's another guy, almost like Tua. I don't think it's a week-to-week thing. I think you have to say, okay, I'm going to hold this guy for a while and see what he does, especially if they win the game, which they're at home against Frisco. The line was pretty close. If Jalen Hurts comes out 2-0 and looks really good, I do. I think there's a, a chance where you just hold him for a few weeks and kind of assess midseason. And even then, hey, if it's like you know they're leading the NFC East by a couple games, looks like they're a lock for the playoffs. I don't know that you sell him too soon. I, I like what I saw from Jalen. We were high on him before the season. He looked good last week. Devontae Smith is the other guy, the rookie wide receiver. His speed is ridiculous. I don't know if he's gonna be a legit eight to ten catch threat per game, but he almost has like that Deshaun Jackson feel to me. Like he's gonna make some ridiculous plays. Again, I see those, those gouty legs churning over there. <laughs> is that a turn? Gouty yeah, leg? What is That's it? a.
1: this is a real condition okay you're gonna get blown up on social media you know what's another thing by the way here it comes we've got a few (laughs) people
0: we joke about everything jesse's dad had a heart attack we laughed about it the next day Trust me, my old man is gonna. He listens to the show every week. He's don't gonna be. Don't say dead. anything about he's Papa, gonna Gio. He is, Papa Gio. Papa is gonna be dropping
1: dead one of these days. <laughs> well, he's guess listening what? to this. And guess
0: what? We're gonna joke about. That's and how we talk. It's not meant to be. How pre- we get
1: past it? I think people get a little bit sensitive. I I'm gonna know. go ahead and tell you guys. There is an episode of Home Improvement. Go back and watch it. They talk about this a lot. This is how they deal with their emotions. It's the same for us today. Arr, 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 arr. I don't have a lot of patience for the. I, come on. Like, anyways. Okay, go ahead. You were saying though. <laughs> Uh, something about gouty legs. Oh, also Jalen hurts. So I don't know if we talked about this on last episode. So he had a real nice spike, but he, unlike a few others has not come back down yet. So, um, okay. as of last Sunday, Saturday, uh, he was going for $200. It's up to 278. What card? I'm sorry. Gotta- so this is 2020 prism, 2020 prism. PSA 10 is what we're looking at. Um, but it's stayed up and it, like it's still at 271 right now. Um, a lot of guys fell back down after that brief spike from last week, he did not. So, uh, I think there's a little love for it in the hobby. They think that Jalen may have uh, some potential here. I like Jalen, and again, I think Devonte
0: Smith originally was
1: the third for sure.
0: Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, then Devonte Smith. I think that's going to be the best of those three teams. And I think he's going to have the biggest season of those three receivers. I like Devante Smith. He sells well already, but I think there's some upside there because I think he's just going to be a crazy big playmaker. However, this is kind of a test. It's a good defense in Frisco. You know, it, home game in Philly, but San Francisco has a good defense. I'm curious what these guys do. Dude, it's amazing. By the way. My wife is still coughing like you are. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I had a mute button
1: for her. Every episode. I, I feel love terrible. that we talk about the coughing. Well, um, you two cough. You've been coughing for three weeks. Hey, you're about to live with it. Three days for the next three days. Enjoy. We'll see who lives there. All right. Next. <laughs> uh, next up, um, New Orleans v. Nope. Carolina. Not V. At. at sorry yeah well you know what I mean they're still playing versus you know. uh, but yeah at Carolina Trevor Lawrence if that were to say verse Carolina that mean it'd be at that's New Orleans Car- no 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 he's Jacksonville Cara- oh man I was trying to think of the quarterback there's no way you know
0: the quarterback of Carolina
1: yeah I don't you I should don't
0: know the quarterback of New Orleans though had the best week last week of anybody uh Drew Brees he makes cookies famous Amos rhymes with famous Jameis come on dude famous oh man do you know Jameis's last name what
1: happened to uh winston
0: yeah i know Jameis winston uh carolina is the qb we bought on star stock does that help you at all you know what? let's just do a whole show of just veiled trivia by me that's entertaining <laughs> sam darnold <laughs> i'm sorry and there he Keep goes gone. again yeah uh, hey sweetheart i'll take it from here you have to be fun <laughs> good Thank grief you. uh yeah so i'm interested carolina is not a great defense obviously But there's no chance in the world Jameis puts up five or six touchdowns. I want to know if Jameis comes back down to earth this week. Road game. Does he go back to his normal couple interceptions? Or does he look fantastic? This one for sure, though. If he, for some reason, you are not. Now, if you're holding because you just like him. Again, the collector side. Don't ever sell. No problem. But if you have have bought Jameis to sell him. Again, I I would sell him before the game. I don't think there is any reason to hold Winston. I just don't think he's going to sustain this. Anywhere near this type of trajectory. Carolina, though, I do like. New Orleans defense is not the same on the road. So I'm interested to see what Sam Donald and Christian McCaffrey do. They had a little bit of rhythm the first week. That's kind of why we bought into Sam Donald in the offseason. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's good. I think he has some potential. And I think that's an explosive offense. So I like Donald. He's out of that 2018 draft class as well. Um, And His contenders autos are still not that expensive. A couple hundred bucks. However, starting in 2018, I'm not going heavy with bass like prism Base. I would go with uh, I like autographs. You can still get his patch autos, a lot of them for under 200 bucks for nice products. What yep. if it's low pop count, though? Well, that's different. But a lot of his big time base is not low pop count.
1: Well, I say that just because like I'm looking at the Jameis Winston.
0: Um, I'm not talking about Jameis. Yeah, Jameis stuff. You can buy anything. His pop is
1: super low from 2015. We're talking well, about Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant like in in that instance, it was a low pop count, so people would go. Obviously, you would still pick that up. But you're saying even if it's a low pop count of someone not as you know recognized as James Winston is you know upside potential, you would still consider base if it's low. I don't know what is
0: happening. Yeah, I guess yes. If you're asking me, yeah, I mean James Winston was from 2015. Pop counts are are fractional, a fraction of the size of. 2018 1920. So yeah, when okay. I buy Jameis base stuff because it's a low pop. Or yes. anybody,
1: basically, if they are low pop, even if it's base. Yeah, we'll
0: get into that too, because that, that's come up in basketball lately. Like, hey, Zion and Ja and Luca have 20,000 population. Devin Booker and Joker and some other guys who are good buys do not have that kind of pop. For the same card, Prism Base, PSA 10. So yes. But in this instance, Sam Darnold, Patch Autos, I'm sticking with, and gem mint non base rookies because 2018 I don't want to mess with base but I like Donald and I think he'll be exciting all season
1: next game Uh next and last game
0: Detroit at Green Bay the only reason I even mentioned this game I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and have 11 touchdowns oh boy and 990
1: yards how much is this influenced by the fact that he's your QB on your fantasy team
0: oh I forgot about that I got Brady in one league and that donkey in another um, I can't. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, so it's not really an influence there.
1: You've always said that Aaron does well up until
0: playoff time. Oh, yeah. I would argue he's as good as any regular season quarterback of all time. He had a bad week, a horrendous week one. The Lions are a terrible defense. I think Rodgers is going to put up 35-plus points. Gonna have this bounce back, and we're gonna look back and be like, "Oh yeah, it's great." Week one was an anomaly. I mean, after week one, it was like this guy's checked out. He's trying to tank so he can be traded. He's marching he the to jeopardy. Job. Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, I we I mean, got to it
1: first.
0: We did, man. Great minds. <laughs> I'm sure that's what a lot of people think thinking. <laughs> you know, i it, it's laughable. This guy is gonna. I still think this guy's a top three MVP finalist by the end of the season. I think he has a monster game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict 350 plus yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Gee. Mark it down. Do you have a pen? I Get a don't. Pen.
1: What's. Oh, I Ronick, a mark that age. down.
0: Ronick has a pen. Three fifty plus four TDs. No picks. They win by 20. That's it. Those are some games I'm interested in. The Bucks. I don't even know who the Bucks are playing, but it doesn't matter. Brady's going 20 and 0. Twenty one. Uh, Twenty and 0. 17
1: game season. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, I mean, OK, great. That's good because I have a lot of Bucks on my uh, on my team. What do you think the Titans are going to do? Titans have a tough game. Who are they playing? Uh, that's why I'm asking you. Why weren't they on this list?
0: Oh, Because I don't uh, care about the Titans. Yeah, well, you I should I mean, card value. I don't think anybody's moving too much on there.
1: Uh Titans are playing. Um, you care so much. You don't have any idea who they're playing. Great. Uh no, no, no. They're playing Seahawks this weekend in Seattle. Uh, this is a at Seattle. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I think Derrick Henry will have a big game. You think I think
0: they're going to get beaten by double digits.
1: I took Julio out of my lineup. Um, yeah. OK, I've got a question for you. Do you think this was a good call? I took Julio out of my lineup and I put in uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Yeah. From the Bears.
0: I scored 68 points last week, so I'm going to go to limit. <laughs> t- that's not a joke, by the way. I have Saquon I Barkley, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. Ronald Jones was negative. You are going to want to find anybody else alive to ask that question, and they will give you better insight than me.
1: That was one of my flicks players. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mike, yeah. for your insight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next segment. Change sports. Let's go. Let's go over to the NBA. Okay. Um, oh, this is Indy's. Indy did some work here for us. Indy helped us out. He gave us the NBA comeback players, the guys who were injured, uh, who were expecting to see this season. Maybe not at the first, but they'll yep. come back. Some point this year. So
0: Indy, as I understand this correctly, Indy kind of gave us some breakdown of the injury when it happened. Expected return. And you've got the card values that correlate to that. Is that the play? Yeah. here? Yeah. Okay. And we talk- we're going to
1: do four players. Um, I've got Jamal Murray, Clay Thompson, Jalen Brown and DeAndre Hunter. Let's start with DeAndre Hunter because
0: he's the most insignificant to me.
1: OK, so DeAndre Hunter is I mean, here's the thing. Not a lot going on with his card values. Um, so they his main card, the 2019 Prism, it's a base card. I know, but uh, that's what most are considering as has as his rookie. It really hasn't done a whole lot. What did um, it do six months ago, though? Because he started off hot. He got injured. Uh, this is June 9th of right. this year, 2021 About a month into the season, right? Yep. Um, and right at that same time, his card value was doing. Not very much. I mean, like 65 bucks or something like that. Okay. Um, It dropped down to 50 and it came back up to 65 bucks. And since then, it kind of has bounced between 40 and $60. And right now it's sitting at 40. So not a whole lot going on with him. Um, I don't know if he he's getting a lot of hobby love. I don't know if people are really expecting much. Yeah, he's yeah. not getting a lot. Of,
0: here's when's his expected return? Does he have that stuff in there too? Because that, that is important to note. I want to say he's starting the season with them. He almost came back in the playoffs, didn't he?
1: Yeah. So the recovery time is like six to eight weeks to start of season. He's supposed to come back, to start a season, supposedly.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, so here's what's interesting about him. He came out and played really well. Averaged like, I I think he was close to twenty for the first few weeks. Like he was really good, mm-hmm. and that's at a time when Trey was not the Trey at the end of the season. John yeah. Collins wasn't. I mean, this wasn't an Eastern Conference finalist team. Like I, the Hawks. If they play like that and then Hunter is like a guy coming off the bench with explosion to score. I think that's I, I think he's an interesting guy to keep an eye on.
1: I, I want to know what his role is when he comes back. Um, but Um It's kind of a low risk guy. Would you say normally when guys come back after being out for like a significant amount of time, like it's more of like a slow and steady work their way up like to, you know, full performance or yeah. is it more of like a. I'm ready to get back on the court. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to show everybody, you know, why I have value type. Of I
0: thing. mean, a lot of it depends like a role. He was a role player anyways. I mean, he was in the starting lineup some, but he, he wasn't like if Trey Young gets hurt and comes back when he's back, he's out there. He's playing 40 minutes, you know? Okay. Um. Yeah. I, that's why I'm just not sure how much he's going to play. I, I think if he's healthy, he's going to play quite a bit and be good. But it's also harder for guys like that to reestablish value. When a star yeah. comes back, there's a ton of hype and buildup. There has, like you said, there's been very little hype with him. But I like him as kind of a cheap option.
1: Well, so, yeah, so bottom line, do you think it's like a time, like maybe a value? Because, I mean, this is yeah. like pretty much all-time lows. I'm not buying
0: the base, though. Any, I told you the same thing. Anything but base with guys from, because he was a rookie last year, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah,
0: I'm not buying. Yeah, no, uh,
1: 2019, so. Oh, so two years. years. He was a Zion yeah. year.
0: Yeah, I'm not buying prism base from that year. Anything above prism base, I'm good with. Anything from like optic above base, I, I those does years. have a uh,
1: 2019 Prism Silver out there. What's um, that doing? 150? PSA 10 is doing 250. 250. Um, okay, pretty good mark Which up. is funny. That that one actually just a week ago had a, a bump up. It was doing 200 for a long time and then just bumped up a little bit to 250. So you think that one might be one, one that guys would that. look at? Yeah, I, okay. I think
0: that's interesting. For one of the better teams in the East, I think that's an interesting card. Yeah, and I just like DeAndre because he's a cheaper stock than the other guys we're going to talk about.
1: And it was doing, like, you know, when the spike happened what, earlier year, it was doing a little over five. So yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Now, Grant, and, and those I don't think are going to take as much of a beating as base. Like, base are never going to get back up to what they were, but silvers and above, I think so. So I, I like DeAndre okay. Hunter for that reason.
1: Uh, let me see. Let's go to Jalen Brown next. Jalen Brown. So he got hurt back in May of this year, 2021, uh, ruptured Achilles. And they were saying about eight to twelve months. It's usually what, like close to a year for an Achilles injury, right? Talking about Papageo. Papageo ruptured his Achilles tendon when I was a kid. Oh, a brutal wow. injury.
0: Ooh, yeah. I didn't realize that's what it. I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought it was just a bad sp-
1: strain. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they're saying around in the year around Christmas time or so for his comeback. So he's gonna um, miss the first couple months. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Okay. So. Again, that injury happened May thirteenth. Um, right, and around he was that having time. a great having a great season too.
0: By the way, when it happened, made the um, all star team
1: this year, I believe.
0: Oh, okay, nice.
1: I'm pretty um, sure. Ronick
0: didn't Jalen make the all star team this year. I'm pretty sure he did.
1: Where's Bill? Sure. Bill would know this. Did he? Did Bill want to come on today? Did you tell him no? I didn't. I would never tell him no. No. Okay. You should, Ronick. Oh, by the way, guys, Ronick won't let me post his picture online. I mean, I really don't you guys all this. want to see it? I just wanted to let everyone know who the team is. And he thinks he's not part of the team. He's part of the team. He's not to with his picture. Move on. Jalen Everybody Brown. just post about how much you love Ronnie. That's all I want to know. All right. Uh, Jalen Brown on May 13th. Uh, so his cards were doing about $300 right after the injury. Um, you saw it drop to 200 Um, And then... They've kind of fluctuated. Prism PSA ten. Yeah, I'm sorry. PSA ten, 2016 Prism. Okay. Um, Did you see card, pretty familiar stuff across the board? A pretty good drop. So this had a pretty good drop, um, and this has like a decent pop count, 750 cards. Oh, that's It low. is. I mean, as far as like some of the other ones that I found. So um, he, the other cards that I pulled was like a 2016 Optic Hollow and then a 2016 uh, Select Silver. Mm-hmm. Those both have like about around 150 uh, pop counties. Yeah, each.
0: 2016, I mean, just two years before the 2018 class, way different landscape in terms of population or any of this Yeah, stuff. It's, there's it's not, yeah, a there wasn't fraction. much anything. That's why when you get to guys like Jalen, Jamal Murray, uh, who's the other guy I went, uh, Clay Thompson, I don't mind, their base, I'm all in on because the base then is just totally different than the numbers we see now. But if he's not coming back till the end of the year, end of the, end of the calendar year, not the season, I wouldn't rush to get him. Like if the Celtics are playing really well, you know, come, you know, beginning of December and he's a month out, it looks like he's going to be on schedule. Then I'd take a shot on him. But I don't know that there's any reason
1: to buy him in September. I honestly think there could be more downside for him just based on. Yeah, I think so, too. Pricing right now, because he did. He did start coming up like so he kind of bought him out around 200. Then in August and August, he started going back up about 250. But he's had multiple sales now. that are just on a downward decline. So. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, and be. especially,
0: here's the other thing you got to keep in mind for the hobby. When you play playing a team with a top 10 ish type guy, top 15, like Jason Tatum, if Tatum comes out playing unbelievable, there's going to be so much attention there. You're going to yeah. see even more of a drop just because guys are not spending. They're spending with Tatum instead of Jalen. So
1: I would hold off and kind of see. That's one we'll, I guess we'll kind of monitor. Okay. Um, so Clay Thompson is the next one. I find this one the most interesting. So Indy had on here that his injury was like May of 2020. But, um, I think more to the point is he was he has not played for the last two seasons and you probably already know. Um, he was injured in the finals of the 2019 uh, Warriors Raptors game, and he has not come back. He has not played an actual NBA game since that since that time. Because okay, because we had
0: the, the shortened COVID season, so he didn't play then at all.
1: Yeah, he had a left ACL tear back then, and then he had a right Achilles tear. In like November of last year. So, like, right when he was getting ready to come back, he has that, and it happens in like a pickup game or something like that. So, um, so that's crazy. That, I didn't realize that he hasn't played a, a game since the
0: man. Okay. Yeah. It,
1: so, and what's really weird about it, though, is like his card values, like they have spiked and come down and spiked several times as if like he was playing. So, um, so let's say, you know, we said what? It was May of 2019 on his first injury. His card was doing about $75 or so. What card? I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, This is the 2012 Prism base card. And again, this, like there's very little as far as like anything that had relative pop count. So I had to do the base. Yeah,
0: 2012, first year of Prism 2. I mean, that's a crazy expensive product. Does he have Is there any other 2012 products of his on there by chance? There was
1: a prism silver uh that's got to be huge money but it has like there's like 500 yeah 50 okay yeah um it's doing yeah like right now that one's averaging about four thousand dollars um in price but the thing about clay thompson's pricing is it's odd that he has gone up so much even though he wasn't playing uh because he went from being seventy dollars around the time that he got injured Uh, Where he has gone nowhere but up, including like, I know, or August of last year, he hit $1,600. And this was like before, like this was getting, again, close to the time where he would start coming back from his injury. So there, it does make a little bit of sense. But then he got injured. He fell all the way down to $580. And what card is this? This is his 2012 Prism.
0: Just base? Card,
1: yeah. PSA 10. PSA ten, okay, yeah. And then you kept,
0: you kept saying seventy. That card was never seventy dollars, was it? Yeah,
1: I mean, back in pre COVID,
0: that was yes. $70? seventy
1: dollars. Seventy dollars, yeah. Holy crap! What's it so, trading at right now? At this moment, that card is trading at almost nine hundred dollars. And the low was in the fives. The, low the lowest that. point, yeah, he got down to in the and fi- to the fives. But it is interesting just how much he he has fluctuated and how hmm. much his value has stayed up given that he hasn't played in two years. Granted, I know he's like some phenom and everybody's very impressed with his play. And that's but, the difference. Yeah, like yeah. Jalen
0: Brown's had a couple of good years. It is what it is. DeAndre Hunter obviously is kind of a nobody in this grand scheme of things. Clay, Clay Thompson's a first ballot Hall of Famer if he never steps on the court again. One of the best shooters of all time. Multiple ring. I mean, he great, great player. Um, so that makes sense that it's stable. I, I guess my play here would be just wait and see. Then it seems like he's kind of high now anyways. When is he coming back? Does he have an expected return?
1: Uh, so he is supposed to be coming back later this year, um, probably around Christmas time as well, I believe. Oh, so,
0: so he's going to miss multiple months of the season also.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Here's what's weird, though. That team made the play-in round anyways. Curry still showed he could play out of his mind to be MVP-like, but his pricing is ridiculous. You still have Draymond who played well. Wiseman's going to be back healthy. I mean, Andrew Wiggins maybe gives you something. They also had a high pick who I cannot remember for the life of me. If you had Klay Thompson back to that team, like, It gets interesting. I don't know. I I like Clay. The other thing I like about him is he is like a cemented, you know, great player already. So I don't think you're going to get hurt. But I would kind of wait and see if there's another, if there's a better buying opportunity. Uh, But that is something to keep in mind. From 2012, you know, again, you're telling me you're terrified of 2019 base cards. I don't blame you. Crazy overproduced. Populations are high. You don't see it long term. Fine. Like 2012, though, you're not going to find a high pop on any of those guys. Even Jalen in twenty sixteen, there's not high pops. So you gotta be careful of not having that mindset, especially NBA of like base guards of the devil. It it's true, but when you get past the last three or four years, it's a totally different ball game. So I like Klay Thompson, but yeah, I would hold off and just kind of see what that team looks like and what's his return look like too.
1: Um Jamal Murray was the last one. He got injured back in uh April of this Towards year. Sure ACL, right? ACL, yep. yeah. Um that was expected- my team out Westman. I
0: love if he's healthy, I think that team comes out of the West.
1: Yeah. Um, well, he's expected back November to early 2022. Uh, his card value is actually the one that I would have expected everybody's card value to decline um, right after their injury, come back up as they you know start coming back. His is the only one who didn't really do that as much. So he, like I said, he got injured in April. 2016
0: rookie, by the way
1: uh 2016 so he's with Jalen Ben Simmons that class okay and I pulled up a few cards his 2016 prism base his prism mosaic and his optic um all PSA 10s they all have you know you see some of these where sometimes it's like they one will fluctuate much differently just because like it's lower pop count or like you know it's an auto or whatever the case may be all three of these have stayed pretty much in lockstep as far as you know, when they one goes up, they all go up. When the, one goes down, they all do. So at this point, he did spike out. Um, if we're looking at his prism uh, base, which is the highest value of them, uh, it was about in April. He was looking around uh, $400, 450 and it has gone nowhere but down ever since then. Um, he's about $200, so less than half. So is he about 50% off all his stuff that you're seeing right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the most interesting
0: play to me then. He's coming back before most of the other guys. I, I do. I'm I'm very high on Denver. Like, I just think him, Joker, MPJ is a number three I like. Even Aaron Gordon. On most teams, I, w- I would hate that. But on that team, he's like a third, fourth option. Okay. I like Jamal Murray. And he's 2016, so the base numbers are not crazy high. So, yeah. I, 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 and that's what I'll start doing. I'm going to start buying some Jamal Murray 20. The only the only hold up for me a little bit now that I say that, though, is Jamal Murray has been known to be an, a good regular season player. The last couple of years we've seen in the playoffs, the guy goes absolutely nuts. So that's the only thing. I think he's almost more of a long-term get in short, you know, get in for cheap. Mm-hmm. But then if you can hold him to the playoffs, I just think he just goes next level. He's weird like that. So, but I do like him. So, and yeah, Clay Thompson, let's monitor the
1: pricing and see. okay, there you go. Um, What are we going? To? Oh, I don't actually know what we're talking about here, but okay. I love this segment. The title base is the devil. That was it. It's just the point I mentioned there, just real brief. Because, and I've told Jesse,
0: and we're trying to do this, although today wasn't a great example. On a lot of the stuff we're trying to show comps on, especially new stuff, base is not the best indicator because base is down across the board right now. And it has been for the past few months because people started to realize, hey, Luca is $2,000 for a Prism PSA 10. There's 20,000 of these cards out here. Like, this is ridiculous. And so what? It, it's, it's fallen. It's 800 bucks now, right? Mm-hmm. Zion, Ja, all these guys from the past few years, Trey Young, uh, there's just so the pop is so crazy high that regardless of player performance, some of the base still continue to drop. Like we, that was a great example with Ja and Trey Young. We saw him keep dropping. Even Trey uh, Trey Young didn't have a massive spike in the playoffs on base stuff, but his higher end stuff was really climbing because it's more exclusive, harder to find. So you have to be aware of this. The past couple of years, 2018 forward. I would be a little cautious. Like DeAndre Hunter is a $40 Prism card. I'm buying that card for 40 bucks. If he spikes, it hits 100 bucks. But I am not real big on base, just overproduced mass base, unless it is cheap. If it's from 2018 and newer. But the point today was on some of these other guys, Jalen Brown, PSA 10, totally different ballgame. The population's under a 1,000. You know, Jamal Murray stuff super low pop so I would almost say pre-2018 base is a totally different animal in category than 2018 to, to current base just something for people to keep in mind when they have this mindset because I feel like people overreacted you know Joker's prism 10 PSA PSA 10 prisms are like 600 bucks now they had hit 1500 oh but base is horrible there's 1500 of it the dudes in his early 20s and he's an MVP on a great team his card should be worth more than 600 bucks. So I'm just saying there, there is a little bit more to the
1: narrative there than just all bases bad. And since we've been getting so many messages from new guys recently, like, which is great. Like, I love seeing all these, I like, hate messages. Just started listening. <laughs> I Well, just the I'm guys kidding. are saying, just started listening to the show sure. or just getting back into it. Um, To a little caveat to Mike's point there is don't go and assume just because you see low pop counts and newer guys that they are low pop counts because like, We've mentioned several times in the past everything is stuck at you know bgs or psa yep. um and so you're probably going to see a flood of that start coming back so just keep that in mind yeah and not a crazy flood but you're going to see consistent growth i think is a better term okay well yeah. i like flip but whatever.
0: yeah I'm you're sure. wrong that's fine
1: well, move along
0: get- noah <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> bam hey wow. i put up a poll really today good. on twitter and facebook i'm curious if you caught it we had done this before Like, what sport are you currently buying the most of? And before it had gone, it was very specific. Baseball, football, uh, basketball, basketball, football.
1: Yes. Today, however,
0: I think we got much different results.
1: Many different results. Very interesting to see how baseball had dropped significantly from that other uh, poll. Um, So poll results came out to be football being number one with 300 votes. Uh, basketball with 230, and then baseball with 170. And then you got your soccer and F1 after that.
0: Then we had a few hundred votes on Twitter. Kind of the same thing, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe it was just about the same. Football, basketball, baseball. Yeah, it's and so we we put up the poll a couple hours ago, but we did get like, I think it was like 1,500 total votes across both. Not that it was huge, but for a few hours, I was happy. It's weird to me that people are still, like I thought the football spend was going to calm down. It was more, hey, Like two months ago, we had the poll football. I understood because people are going to start loading up like in hopes of what would happen. But now that the season's here, I'm actually happy to see football staying strong like it is. I think that's a good indicator for the market. We also put on there one of the options was still not buying scared of the
1: dip. Almost no votes, which I did. There was more on Twitter, but there was almost I don't know if there was a single one on Facebook. Yeah. Nobody, which granted... The Facebook audience is a little biased because right. this it's is a, a card, card trading group. Yep. But on Twitter, it was still relatively low—fifteen percent, or actually less than fifteen percent—said still scared. So, which is a good sign in general. And I and I'm
0: not I'm not thinking we're going to see a, a you know five ten x jump across the board anywhere. I, I hope we don't because you see what happens when that does happen. But it's interesting to me. People are buying football this heavy, um, basketball. I'll tell you right now, basketball, and I'm supposed to save this for the newsletter, so I will. We're trying to keep some content like exclusive to the newsletter, tease it here. I don't really know. But I've been buying basketball. I, I made two big deals this week in basketball I was pretty excited about. Some are pretty player-specific as well. I just think now's the time to start loading up before the season. Um, but it, it, what's weird to me is baseball. With the playoffs around the corner, the fact that baseball
1: has dropped off so hard, that is kind of strange to me. Um, um. It is then, interesting to also point out Gary V commented on the post saying basketball was his. He was go-to. the first to comment on the post, by the way. Not a big deal. We don't like to I'd like to things. get Gary back on.
0: I am curious about his thoughts on the state of the market, kind of where he went the past few months, but now he's back talking. I'm curious what his, you know, what his thinking is. So all right, Gary, Gary. there you go. Hey, one quick baseball. note this is the only thing I had. Wanda Franco is still on a tear. The, the Rays, are you could argue are the best team in the A in the AL right now. That's a weird guy to keep your eye on, man. Wander and Vlad and and um, uh, Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette is like tw- batting like almost 300, 25 home runs, ninety-five RBI for like his first full season, getting no attention. That guy's a star. That that Toronto team. I know I'm still going to argue, and people are going to get upset that I think Vlad is a shot to win oh MVP. Boy.
1: Here we go. But Bo Bichette's upset.
0: having an unbelievable year. You don't hear anything about it. I think there's going to be one or two really weird spikes in the playoffs. I think Randy Arizarena, Arizona, whatever his name is, he did it last year. He might get hot in the playoffs again. Those are the two teams I think we're going to see some crazy spikes from people like Rays and Jays.
1: Okay, Rays and Jays. I like that. Um, All right. So you want to go straight facts, homie? (laughs) Do I want to? What do you think I'm here for? (laughs) Do you need to? I haven't stuck
0: around this long for that, for (laughs) anything else, I mean.
1: Uh, street facts, homie. Um, this week guys, interesting stuff came out of the industry summit, um, out in Las Vegas, a couple points to bring out from that. Um, first off being Beckett is still just admitting openly that they're just completely covered up with card grading. Um, like literally just said, if no more cards came in to be graded, we'd have enough grading work for another year. So I, you know, it's kind of hard to say, like, what's going on, like why they haven't hired more people. I guess maybe I, I know they've been trying to, but still, that's to know that there could be another year. There's guys they they said, too, they've got guys waiting 16 months. They still haven't gotten their stuff graded. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I can't about tell it. you how
0: down I am in that company. There's not even anything to say.
1: So. Yeah, it's just yeah. That that was bottom hey, line. I'm glad we
0: pulled out the stop so for an industry summit where people paid it. By the way, if you <laughs> went there or if you heard about it, those are all paid paid appearances on stage. We did confirm that. I think that's great. Some of those people who are talking on there have no business giving advice about anything. Never mind giving advice in the card market to people who are in the card market. So,
1: are there any names you would like to name no. openly? No. Dumpster okay. fire. That's it. I just Um, so bottom line is, if you're, if you're still sending stuff into BGS, be prepared to wait. Um, next was, and this kind of goes into another, uh, report. Basically, I don't know if you noticed, but there has been nothing official about the Fanatics deal. Mm -hmm. Like, legit, we've gone on a month now and had nothing come out from not only the, you know, Fanatics themselves, but nothing from the players union, nothing from the individual leagues. There has been nothing confirmed by anybody. Um, so it's just funny because at the uh, the summit, Panini had a uh, time where they were going to talk. They're talking a little bit about their UFC deals and things like that. Uh, they purposely took no questions afterward. They have not and apparently will not comment on anything going on with the deal. Um, I think bottom line It's just a little sketchy. It's not, I guess maybe it's not sketchy. It's just very interesting how they're playing this so close to the chest when everybody knows about it, unless there's something else going on. Like, I just don't understand why. Like, why not openly admit this? The only nice thing is, all the know-it-alls who have zero knowledge of this. Oh, they
0: know everything. They they're haven't telling sit, us. The things have, the speculation has quieted down some, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Because it was, I mean, every it week was at it was first, like. first, everybody. So happened. many people coming out, too. Oh, they're buying Upper Deck. They're buying Tops. Nothing's happened. Yeah. I know everybody wants to be first to say stuff, but no one has any. We did our one show of speculation, and that's all it'll be. I mean, I yeah. don't have any use for any more speculation about that. So.
1: Um, last, last point on the, the summit was just that there's a guy, uh, man, I cannot remember his first name. Gray from leaf, um, leaf trading, Brian gray, uh, Brian, I thought it was Ryan gray. Yeah. Ryan. he's the owner. Yeah. So he came out, he was basically the closing speaker on the last day. And I saw this on his Twitter right before he went out there. Just like guys be prepared. This isn't going to be like a, like happy news type of thing. Apparently, he just kind of like let the world know, like, listen, this is what's happening. You could be out of a job. You all made a lot of money. And, you know, he didn't put it in such a fine point, but that's essentially what he was saying. is like, guys, you made a lot of money, but you got to be prepared for change. Um, that being said, he does think like there could be opportunities here and there. But I the way I read it is he's he's pretty much on the the side of. If you're a breaker, if you're a card owner, a uh, card shop owner, just kind of be prepared that you know, this could be the beginning of the So end. I didn't see so. this in your notes. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a
0: lot of use for Brian Gray at all. I've been in, I've been in rooms with him before in live rooms where he's come up with, with you know, these hey, breaking news. He, he had a thing about SGC. Oh, they got a very serious offer to get sold, which was laughable. He's been very vocal about the Fanatics thing. Mark my words, they're buying up. But the guy hasn't been right about any of it. I have. They let him be the closing speaker. That's one of the main reasons I don't go to the industry summit. Nonsense like that. I'd rather stay home and watch Archie Bunker. My <laughs> well, goodness,
1: Give me a Seinfeld rerun. Well, so that was kind of my my closing point on this was just like, granted, he gave us all this information. But what is Leaf doing that anybody cares about right now? Like the as far as like the company goes, the product that they put yeah, they out some- like.
0: I mean, I'm not going to bash him. Like, I like, I've said before, like, I lo- for unlicensed stuff, I love, I actually really like Leaf Trinity. I adjust your back when you're falling apart. You know, there's a couple Leaf products I like, but like, to think that he or that company is like changing the game. And it, Leaf Pearl, another good example. Great pro. I, I have no problem saying the good things about it. But the bad is, I think you put out a lot of stuff that's absolute garbage. I mean, we've ripped a full case, as a matter of fact. Leaf Flash football last night. You know why I ripped Leaf Flash? It's 130 bucks. And it's there's five autos and we had a Trevor Lawrence, a Zach, Fee, uh, uh, Zach Wilson, a Justin Field, like cool, but like in general, I just don't. Again, I I have no use for like that. I don't. He doesn't know anything that anybody He's not in the room with people. I don't care what he. I just. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so you're. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say anything. Actually, I didn't <laughs> know that's where you were going with it, but but yeah, I have. And, and he'll tell you too. Like he's come at me before in Clubhouse. We've done a yelling match there. Like I've got sources. Good for you. Like. What have your sources done that have broken any news about fanatics? Honestly, and and I'm not bashing Leaf as a company. Leaf as a company makes, I would say, 10 times the revenue I make across all my revenue streams right now. So businessman, sure, I'm sure he is doing fantastic and I'm happy for him. I just don't need him speaking to me as some sort of authority on the hobby. That's it. And you know what? He doesn't want me to speak that way either. He doesn't like me. So I'm okay saying it. I just I
1: have no use for that guy. Do we want to use this opportunity to bury the hatchet? And you guys become No, I don't like
0: him. I I think he could be a nice guy, and he has been at times, but I he just got, well, I'm done. I don't need to keep talking about this. So <laughs> best thinking. friends. Okay, I didn't know cool. you were, yeah, I had no idea. I would have I would have prepared myself to not speak, but <laughs> at least you got a little um, passion out of me this show. There you go. We got some last, other things to hit on quick. Oh, you got yeah. another, sh-
1: you are taking over the show. I love I mean, it. This is based on your your request. Taxes. You wanted to look into the tax thing. So. Thank you. We got a lot of questions about taxes all, all the time. So the question was that: Is it true that guys are starting to receive 1099s from eBay, PayPal, things right. like that? So based on the research I've done, I—if they are—they're not supposed to be according to this. This there, this is going to happen. Um, it was part of the last stimulus bill, like so earlier in the year when they put out like the American Rescue Plan for like 1.9 trillion dollars, and everybody got stimulus checks. That's great. Well, this was kind of hidden down in there, um, where starting in 2022, which would mean oh, okay. when you file your taxes in 2023, you would be receiving 1099s for eBay, anything PayPal, above anything six hundred dollars. Right? It used to be twenty thousand dollars. Now right. they've lowered it to six hundred. So. Yeah, so
0: so PayPal used to be twenty thousand dollars in transactions. I said I believe it was and two hundred trans individual transactions as goods. We don't speak a ton about tax because we're not tax professionals, clearly. Quite frankly, you could argue I'm not a professional about anything. Um, I've been filing taxes as both a corporation, the podcast side and and the content side of things, and as an LLC on the breaking and singles flipping side of things. I will tell you this. There's a few things. First of all, if you're making money in the hobby, you're going to get taxed like one of the big things recently is eBay and PayPal have reached out like hey we need you to continue we need your social security number your banking information cuz yes you're going to start getting taxed on that.
1: They're doing it on Venmo too.
0: Yeah, and there's a and there's a couple things here that people uh, that are just total myths. Like for example, if I take in $10,000 in goods payments and $10,000 in friends and family or gift, I'm only going to get taxed. So yes, your 1099 from PayPal will only include goods and service payments. However, If you were to get audited, and I've been down this road before, the IRS does not care that half your money are personal payments. If it's from the same account where you're running a business out of, you're going to get taxed on everything. So the smartest thing to do, you just, you claim it all. Use a PayPal account. I don't care if you're taking in and sending gift and goods, both, whatever. Claim every dime you take in and write off every dime you send out as an expense. That's it. It's pretty simple. But this thought that the IRS is going to listen when you say, no, 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 this was a gift payment from, you know, Jesse's cards at gmail.com. That that's a that's a cute way to save 3%. You're not gonna save on income tax. And by the way, this isn't a state ta- This was another thing. People started saying, well, I live in this state or that. This isn't state tax. This is federal income tax on capital gains. It's nothing to do with your state tax. So people always want to be slick and think of ways they're going to maneuver around it. And you know what? Most people are never going to get audited, so it probably won't matter. But that's why every year the amount we claim is way bigger than our 1099 amount because we just claim everything that comes in. I don't want to ever be in a position where I'm going to owe
1: and get whacked at the end of the year. So I am glad you looked into that. I will tell this about taxes just because I used to know a little bit about this. And this is the one, the biggest like I guess, myth or uh, misnomer, conf- misnomer. Yeah, that's yes. perfect, Mike. Yes, Feels the biggest good. misnomer that I felt We're back. Many guys, including, oh, this is sad. Uh, many financial advisors did not seem to realize is that on your income tax, when you enter a new tax bracket, that doesn't mean all of your income is taxed at that amount. You are, it's a sliding scale, a prorated, if you will. So if you enter into a new tax bracket because you claimed some additional Income from like a side hustle or something like that. That doesn't mean every cent up into that point is now taxed at that higher rate. It's just anything once you got to that point and over would be taxed at that higher rate. So okay. just something to keep in mind. You could enter a new tax bracket, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a huge tax liability right afterward. So there cool. you go. A uh, couple of
0: quick hits in with the mailbag. We made a dibs post yesterday on Instagram. And people kind of jump down our throats. We we're pretty vocal. When dibs first started, I thought the valuations were laughable and I hated everything about them. The valuations are now <laughs> based on card letter comps. That's the reason we promoted the post. They're not a sponsor. We're not being paid by them. I thought the Josh Allen's were a good buy. I think Josh Allen's a pretty good buy in general right now. I've picked up some prism tens myself. Uh, that's why we made a dibs post. Pretty simple. I know you want us to be more transparent, whatever. There you go. If they release cards fractionally for less than the cards are selling for based on card ladder comps, I don't think it's a bad deal. If they go back to their valuations being out of whack, I'll go back to blasting them. But this was an example where I thought they actually did a good thing and it was a cool release and good timing. Pretty simple. I don't know if people want to jump down our throats on media. Happy to talk about it anytime. Granted, we never get we never get taken up on those offers to speak to people <laughs> when we disagree. Happened with three specific people this week. Oh boy! Same offer to everybody. You ever want to talk? We'll go. We'll hop live on Instagram. We'll have a very
1: reasonable conversation, guys. Do me a favor. Just don't start any beef because I I hate to, like, no, it. Like I'm on starts. pins and needles. I just like every time you go live to like squash beef. I'm just like, oh god, what's he gonna say? Which to give you credit, you handle yourself very well most of the time. It's just. I just don't want to, I don't want to be concerned about it. So guys, let's all be friends. We're all, I was live. We're all this, I,
0: I got called into the in- investor card live thing this week. I was, I oh, think. Yeah. That com- what happened to that?
1: I, saw I, was you like, I, was, I was
0: just watching the video and got invited up, which was fine. I, I, I think that whole business model, I told the guy, this is a total sham. Renting margin, 15% interest. I cannot stand that model, but you know what he did? He at least was respectful and very clear in his, in his presentation of it. I don't like the product. But I was like, you know what? At least it's clearly explained. If You you know what you're getting into. So I wouldn't use it, but I I at least had a decent conversation. But my point is, I don't agree with the guy. I had a decent conversation with him about it. So I go. would rather do that than like this posting back and forth. I, I find that to be very useless. I'd rather just talk. Um, um,
1: did you have yeah. anything else before? New, uh, I have me? one other
0: thing. I'm pumping oh, okay. the website every show now because we are getting, it just seems like the amount of people coming to the groups, the followers, it's growing more yeah. so than in the past. And we get a ton of the exact same questions, which is why we don't address them on Mailbag. How do I sell my cards? How do I grade my cards? Where do I buy supplies? You know, we need card shops. What's a good breaker? SportsCardsNonsense.com is our website. It's way too long. We didn't think of it when we made the thing. It's My fault. I'm just kidding. Go to the website. Go to card services. We have a, a number of paid sponsors. Everybody on that website is paying us. There's no secret about that because they're all people I know personally. I recommend and I use their services. So I tell everybody to go on there. We also have a a newsletter on there under hobby news that addresses more in-depth hobby stuff. But that's why like if you ask those questions, we don't really talk about them on here. But if you need consignment help, again, grading, whatever you need, just go to the website and check out card services.
1: That's why it's there. Besides that point as well, there is also a segment on there for FAQs. Uh, oh, yeah, I just, got some videos on there. I yep. recently updated it, too, to where it's a little more nice. user-friendly. Um, but basically, there is now a glossary. We'll continue to add more terms to it. So if you guys have questions on those. Yep. Um, but then also just basic questions, including why is Mike so mean to Jesse? That's on there if you're wondering to know. So all of these things, you can go to the website, get information firsthand. Why does Jesse own 49% of his company? He doesn't really
0: contribute. I mean, some other some have asked that. Is that, is that you're a great guy. Look at that face. How could you not love that guy? Just pouring over with gout, and he's still just here doing a great job. I refuse to say anything. Didn't laugh at the gout joke. I'm not I refuse to say anything. I think you're doing great. You're yeah, mean. That's, that's why we No, that's not true. That's why we have the website, though. And that's why Jesse updates that. He runs that whole side of things because we get the same question. Just go there. Very simple. And sign up for the newsletter. We're going to be doing giveaways based on the subscription email list on that newsletter. Um, We just started last week. Comes out once a week. It's free. You can win some free crap and you get some cool information. So there you go. Done with the plugs and the pitching and all the garbage. Uh, Mailbag. There you go. It'd be funny if we just ended right there. Mailbag done. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mailbag
1: comes to us. (laughs) From the Facebook, sure. Uh, this is the I've first of time we've at, we, we've reached out to that group. Yep. Um, <laughs> Facebook says, "Never heard of the app." Uh, so uh, I'm not going to start with that question. Andrew Kahn wants to know. Mike said he would stay away from retail boxes and focus on hobby. Do you get the prices for hobby just on eBay or other reseller sites? Where are you getting your that hobby? Oh,
0: like when we talk pricing on the show, I generally use Blowout, Steel City, David Adams. Those are the big three. I do not mess with hobby on eBay. There's just too many products that have a case hit or something. So I don't like to buy loose hobby boxes on eBay. So I buy mine from distributor, but I base the
1: pricing off the three big retailers. But on the occasion where you do buy boxes, like this week, you were looking for some contenders and stuff. I went back to distro. You did. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I bought contenders
0: from a guy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Yeah. I'll buy from individuals I know, but that's that's sealed cases. Sealed cases a little different individual boxes. I just stay away from for them for the most
1: part. OK, Um. so this kind of goes back to the topic of leaf in their their cards um, to some degree, but this is more focused on Panini. So okay. Anthony Poindexter um, had a question. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's a real name. That's My first guy. question. How's that last name? <laughs> How's that pocket protector doing? Um. When does it make sense? to grade unlicensed products, i.e. Panini Baseball. Jason Peck followed this up with another question. Does non-licensed Prism Baseball Wax have any long-term value? Um, So basically, what's the deal with value as far as non-licensed stuff goes? Yeah, it's lower
0: valued, but there's still value. We pulled a Trevor Lawrence out of Leaf Flash yesterday. Um, I'm going to talk on this for a minute. Do me a favor. Go to eBay and find Leaf Flash Trevor Lawrence Auto. This one was numbered to 10. I want to know what these things have sold for. Um you know you think of like Panini baseball though flawless RPA's national treasures patch autos uh, i mean all those big stars there's money if you can grade them and they're going to grade out well yeah there's money now if it's a tops if it was for example a Ronald Acuña national treasures patch auto might do 500 bucks well if that's the same card out of you know a, a tops brand dynasty it's going to do way more but yeah there's still value there it just depends where you're going to grade it and how much it's going to cost you to grade is it worth it there's definitely value there, though. Um, do you have any sold Trevor Lawrence?
1: Yeah. So there's, there's just several variations of it. Just give so me I'm some basic. Find,
0: yeah. Just give me some numbers. Just out of so, like,
1: so the the navy blue. Uh, what's version the number of this? Uh, out of seventy five. This yep. is number the second one out of seventy five. Specifically, this card um, sold last week for two hundred dollars.
0: Okay. So give me some other pricing real quick. Give me like three more. Real fast. um
1: so another one of these it looks like maybe just like a your standard one there's no color on it uh 125 dollars okay a couple of days before that uh two days before that um there was a purple uh version of this card sold for a little over 200 what's that number two uh that is out of 50.
0: okay so so the one yesterday for example Trevor Lawrence Auto numbered to 10 that's probably a 300 card if you grade that out in a gems it's probably 450 to 600. It's worth it. Now, granted, Panini, Trevor Lawrence autos are going to be worth thousands. You're going to pay way more to get into them. There's money in unlicensed. You just It's just on a smaller scale. You pay less to get it. It sells for less, but it, it's still there's still good value there for sure. Like As okay. a matter of fact, that Trevor Lawrence card and the Trey Lance are both going to the grader today. We're sending them off to walk-off. The guy was, hey, just ship them right to, I broke for him. We're shipping them right to Nick Piper at walk-off submissions. He's going to grade them both for the guy. Smart play. You can still make money doing it. No question.
1: Okay. So when it comes yep. to Panini Baseball, you would say the same thing. Same There's thing. Some yeah. hits in there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Panini and Panini
0: Baseball obviously sells a lot higher than Leaf, you know, than Leaf Baseball. I mean, Panini, not licensed, but Panini is a much bigger company. They make a lot, a lot of the better higher end products. So it's, it, but yes, value in both.
1: Um, so I'm not sure if this is like a thing, but Cody uh, Rowrig uh, wants to know what's your opinion of including hobby case hits? in $20 retail blasters with the insane current prices of Hobby Boxes cases. I don't know how you oh, do so that. Oh, so in that other exactly. words, like
0: Don Russ downtown or like one per hobby case. Uh-huh. Should they? I don't know if you can get those out of retail. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not sure if those are Hobby exclusive or not. If I, I would like, I like when they keep the major case hits to Hobby. I do. Gotcha. Um, I just think otherwise you start to water things down. Uh, but I'm not sure if those are even available. That's just one example. I'm sure though there are... Some case hits that are probably available. I mean, I I really don't know the the
1: cross between hobby and retail as far as what hits are available. Would you still say that if you didn't have a breaking business and had access to hobby though? Do you think?
0: Yeah, because it still waters down the 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 product in general. Like, I like the fact that that retail doesn't have the big hits that hobby has because it keeps the price point way down. So yeah, I'm not going to be able to get as many big hits, but the guys who chase hobby for the higher end have a better shot at hitting higher end hits and they're not watered down because they're hobby exclusive. I I like that regardless. I don't need there to be downtowns in every product under the sun and have it get watered down or kabooms or anything else. Yeah. Follow up to that though. That's why I would love it if Panini would take one or two good brands and make them literally no hobby at all. If you told me select football and basketball were retail only, but they were going to produce the absolute crap out of them make 80 million of them, I would love that. It would bring the values on the single side way down, but who cares, you're paying 20 bucks for a blaster. I would love to see them do that. They never will, but I would love to see that.
1: Wouldn't that be like a real junk wax
0: situation though? Yeah, but junk wax, if only for one of two of those SKUs, then you take out this whole scenario where, hey, my kid can't go to Walmart and target and get product. Now we can go there and get decent product every single time he's there. Granted, he's not gonna pull a $2,000 hit because the case hit is only gonna be worth 200 because there's so many, but I don't care. That's how you feed that side of the market without watering down the overall industry and the hobby side of it. I think that would be great, but they'll never, I just don't think it will ever see that.
1: So we put up a YouTube video yesterday of a uh, what we're calling Kids Corner. Okay. Um, so Kids Corner is basically just something where we can involve kids in this hobby more so than what we do now. Because, you know, there's not really a lot of like pure of space. fun and collecting from the kid's side of point of view. However, that being said, as I'm editing this video and putting it up, I'm watching it, and while Matthew's very excited and he's pumped about getting like certain players and stuff, the overall question at the end is like, okay, what's the value of these cards? Oh, he killed them. So, well, he did. I mean, he got that Vlad, which was awesome. Um, But my point is, do kids who are collecting Do you think they're not taking into consideration the value of these cards as one of the reasons why they want to collect? I mean, my seven-year-old wants to, like, make pictures and sell them online. Like, she knows we live in a day and age where everybody from a young age is like, oh, how, how could I make some money on this? Whether or not they actually know real value or not. But my point is, do these kids who are getting into the hobby, do you think they're not in it because they think they can make some money? Because I kind of think that may be one of the reasons. And therefore, if it is the case, would that solve the problem of getting all this like junk wax in there? Because they okay. they may not care I, about it either.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, so, yes and no, if it's a 10 year old, yeah, he wants to be able to flip and make a buck. But to a 10 year old, it's like I, I paid 20 for the box and I resold for 30. It's a smaller snowball, but same effect. But like I'm not talking about 15 year olds. 15 year olds in this hobby have some of them have $20,000 collections or more already. So, D- yes and no, but that's why I'm saying if you did just that one small thing that then empowers this, you know, the dads to go buy one or two boxes for their kids and spend 40 bucks instead of hundreds because that does price a lot of people out. I'm not saying that's for everybody, but if you're to the point too where you're really chasing the the value and turning and burning and flipping for a profit, you're probably into the hobby anyways already and you can there are hobby stuff you can get because you probably have enough skin in the game to do that. You probably have some capital at least or some cards where you can sell them and get what you want. So, yeah, it's not for everybody, but I do think that feeds a ton of kids who are just in it for the hobby yeah. and, and opens okay. that back up. That's what, but I'm also not saying do this every week with every product. Take one or two a year and just continue to print them
1: throughout the year. I got you. Yeah. Um, okay. Brandon McGuffin. Actually, this is perfect segue. I um, sure. didn't plan this. What's your but... favorite pizza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we in the new junk era? Nope. We have way more
0: new collectors. Production is up, but supply is still way less than demand.
1: No. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You can tell just by prices. Um, OK, Michael Martinez. What does Panini comp- uh, completely ignoring the fanatic situation at the industry mean to you? To me, I
0: just think it means fanatics still has not decided what they're going to do. Yep. That, that's that's my take on it. I just I don't think they've made a, a definitive decision what's going to happen
1: well the fact that tops has also been very silent on it granted there you know they've had like what their ceo or uh, michael Eisner, whoever the, owns them came out and saying like you know we didn't see this coming things like that i think that's as much detail as we've gotten from either of these guys um it does make me wonder if there's you know maybe any additional deals being made in the background just to kind of keep these guys afloat you know for other products that maybe other deals they could, could do be. with fanatics so yep.
0: Yeah, they could very well be licensing deals. Yeah, you don't want to be
1: talking about, about the new, like, big honcho in town and when you may need them for business in the future, so.
0: Yeah, and again, you could be right. Maybe that's why, because there's going to be something down the pipeline. I just, In my mind, they didn't say anything, because there's nothing to say yet. They don't know yeah, either. That could be so. true.
1: Uh, Jan Colbert Ng, what, uh, what's your take on Panini Instant 1 of 1s worth looking into or skip totally? I don't know what these are. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I was wondering if it was like an NFT or something like that. I didn't I know. I wonder if it's
0: one of these like the tops now thing where they just print them on demand like after something happens. You want to look it up real quick? Oh,
1: I'm way ahead of you, buddy. Um
0: look at this guy. Panini, Panini tell you instant
1: on demand trading cards. So it looks like uh some kind of digital. Oh, yeah. It's digital, I, it's I don't care. About it. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I don't care. I'm not an, I'm not an NFT guy. Just it's it's not appealing to me. It doesn't mean it's not a successful space. I just have nothing useful to say about it. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it'll do good. I don't care if it crashes tomorrow. Fine. If it does unbelievable tomorrow, fantastic. You know, if people like it, I hope it does well
1: because I like to be positive. <laughs> You're so. I've always Loretta. said that. You are. You're really nice. Um, How dare you? You are actually really nice. Um, Justin Durant. Aww. Well, I know uh, with base being the devil, which is very funny. Did you see this comment? Is that why you called that segment the devil? The, uh, the base. Yes. I think oh, I did okay. actually. All right. So with base being the devil and wax prices still being high, do you think there's much of a reason to open boxes right now, or just find the singles you want and collect or invest them?
0: I think there's a play for both. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm skeptical about investing on in the base side of things still. Here's what's tough, too. More than just the base is the devil. Grading has become more difficult to do, so it's not a matter of just opening a box, handing it a big hit, but I can grade these seven cards Mm -hmm. and do well. So I do think there's been a connection, and somebody else commented about this, too. Von Bailey, who was a huge customer of mine for years, and just a good guy, like, good dude in the hobby, he said the same thing. Like, hey, base taking such a hit, grading being slow, it's prevented me from getting into box breaking more because it used to be I knew there were certain avenues to pump out and make money, Those have been taken away. So right now I'm more into the single side of things. doesn't help my business as a breaker to say that, but that's kind of where I'm at. Um, But, you know, that could could change. I mean, base, I I think there's still value there. I just don't think there's as much value. And that's why we've seen some some of a a drop in some of these things for sure.
1: Okay. Um, Mike Wint wants to know, assuming all other factors are the same, at what point would you rather have a numbered, stickered auto over an on-card auto that's not numbered? And he, he to said, me, so for me personally, I mean, my,
0: one of my biggest auto cards, because most of my big cards are not autographs, like value-wise, the Jordan, Garnett, LeBron triple auto is a sticker auto. The card looks nice. I don't care that it's a sticker auto. I'm more into the eye appeal and the aesthetics. Yes, I would prefer on card to sticker any day of the week, but if there's an on card auto that's you know mass produced to to 2,500 or a sticker auto that's to 10 and it looks good, I'm taking the sticker auto. Like I'd rather have a card that's limited. Yes, it's a sticker, but again, if it looks good, I've got the triple auto behind. It. I'm showing it like you can see the uh, Tom Brady, uh, John Elway, Peyton Manning from Triple Threads. Those are sticker autos, but they have the holographic of the team logo behind them. I don't actually care. That's a sticker auto. I think it looks good. And it's number to nine. So I like it even better. So I, I prefer limited print run if it looks I, if it has good eye appeal to an overproduced
1: just base auto that's on card. To clarify that point, though, when you say you prefer that, are you saying, though, the value like intrinsic value of those cards would be about the same or more in that situation? Is that why you prefer them or just from your own personal like a PC From a preference want. standpoint,
0: yes. But like, so if this card behind me was Elway, Brady, and Manning, number to nine, same exact card, on card, is it worth more? I guess. You know, I, but how much more? I don't I don't know how you quantify that. I'm not really sure. Jesse is chugging a literal gallon of water right now. Is that, a, that's for the gout, isn't it?
1: Just, you gotta flush it out. That's the only
0: thing I've found helps you flush Plus, it out. Plus, starting next week, if he's feeling better, maybe the week after, three yeah.
1: times a week, I'll be driving to his house. We're taking a 20-minute walk three days a week. You know, I was reading something about this really big bodybuilder, and that's what he, he's he been huge, muscular, but now he just lost a ton of weight. And he said the one thing he turned to, a mile walk every morning, boom, bam.
0: I'm in, I've told you, I will drive to your house, I'm in. And I said yes. Yep. I might bring the dogs. I might not bring. Hey,
1: Do here's you remember a question. when I had the gym in the garage and then you uh, got mad at me because the one time I said I didn't want to work out? wasn't. And once. then you legit took all of the gym equipment without me knowing? <laughs> I
0: took the time to load up all my personal stuff over there, set up a whole gym. Yep. And twice in one week, Jesse, this was years ago. but That's fine. Twice in one week, he blew me off. So the second time I just went over very quietly, opened the garage door myself, loaded it up and left. Jesse didn't speak to me for like a week. To
1: be fair, I didn't say he could. Like, I just said, open door I was not policy doing that for you. I wasn't doing it for me. He I was didn't doing that the, for you. No, you said you wanted it for yourself because you didn't have a gym. You didn't have a spot for the gym. It's called a lie. I had a <laughs> gym membership. I'm doing it to help <laughs> yeah. you. Here's my
0: favorite question, by the way. Go ahead. Ari Klein. We're going to get this back to a light moment because you, yep. you're trying to set me up today. I'm oh, <laughs> not. Just not. kidding. Why has Jesse not made pre-recorded intros to all the segments of the show? <laughs> Maybe he had some music in there. Uh, I mean, Ronak, can in. we get me? Mu- I don't want pre-recorded, but can we get some music when he does, says something dumb? Can we get some sound effects?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> just like a,
0: b- just b- coupling Or don't like a- anything but that. Or that?
1: <laughs> if you guys have any ideas, yeah, you can send them over. Okay. I hey, to-
0: I do have a real question too, Ronick When, yeah. uh, I forget the dude's name. Um, man, he was the last film producer we had. Uh, Bobby. I don't know. Anyways, when he put the show up, it was broken down. Like, um, oh.
1: Segments. Explain yeah. this, Jesse. I can't the, say this correctly. The timestamps. Oh yeah. Okay. Is, is that an option? Can we do that? Sure. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I know that. Is this going to slow, slow this thing work, down like
0: hours? Or what do we?
1: Be no. straight with me. No, it won't slow it down by hours. No. It will. Are slow you it willing
0: down. to do this? Are you willing to commit to this right of course, here now? Yeah.
1: Of course. I love that. And that is one thing we get asked a lot of times. The time While stamps. we're talking about it, can oh I take my. your picture and then post it for <laughs> okay. this? No, you, uh, you, may, you may not.
0: Okay. not. <laughs> Ronick he will not ask you that again if we get timestamps. There you go.
1: <laughs> That's Perfect. fair. That's a That's fair.
0: A fair tr- awesome. Thank you, Ronick We do All get right. asked that a lot. I like it. Give me um, a couple more and we're done. I don't want to be here. Anymore. I got one more for you.
1: Um, I want two more. You can have one and you'll like it. Taking my weights and I'm going home. He was trying to help. To be fair, guys, he was trying to help. He was being nice. Um, Ilya Fishman, Vlad, is getting a ton of mainstream hi- hype right now. Does it make sense to sell him now that his nope. hype is up, or do you wait for the playoffs and maybe his eventual MVP win? Yes,
0: I think you have to wait for the playoffs, because not only is he getting hype, that is the best team in baseball right now. They are rolling. They just swept the Yanks. I think they took two out of three from the Rays, and they're in the toughest division of baseball. I think I just think you hold Vlad until at least the playoffs. Uh, oh, curious. you know, what? here is the last question totally okay. for real, because this is a subject I did want to talk
1: about Probstein, who is a major oh, consigner. I avoided this question on purpose. All right. go. Do you have an article
0: that actually has with this guy? Can you look? Can you Google that? I just saw name? that
1: the guy was like he went to jail for like 20 months or something yeah, for like for, fraud, trimming yeah. cards.
0: So Ian Babcock, can you give some background on Bill Maestro and why his Probstein interview was a big deal? Yeah. So and again, details are shady. Google it yourself. Probestein is one of the biggest sellers on eBay, consignment. Um, mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of the service. I've used it a few times as a buyer and a seller. I like it as a buyer. I've not been a fan as a seller. i just tell you right now, I end up waiting on cash. Stuff got relisted. I wasn't super happy with the overall service. Whatever. That's just a personal thing. Plenty of guys like it. I'm not going to knock him. However, he did go live on Instagram yesterday with Bill Maestro. The heading was a hobby legend. Okay, first of all, the guy spent 20 months in jail for fraud and card trimming. And he was talking about now like, hey, he's paid his dues. We should welcome him back. I'm sorry. I don't have any. I don't know what the point of this was. I, I don't know if, if Rick is somehow tied to this guy. I don't know why you would want your business associated with this maestro character in any way, shape or form. I just thought it was a stupid look. There was zero hard hitting questions asked. It was all all just about like his take on the hobby and this. I don't want his take a first question. Are you still a, a fraudulent clown? That should have been the first question. <laughs> What have you done to change so we should actually trust you again? Yep. But of course, people are terrified to ask hard-hitting questions in interviews. This was like a guy pumping up his buddy when your buddy's a criminal. I don't know why this was, and it got a ton of attention in the hobby. This is the type of stuff I despise. Why are we pumping up a guy, not with a question, it, there's not a questionable character here. It's a guy who went to prison for this. W- what are we doing? I, I just don't, Rick is, has a huge platform major seller and you're telling everybody that this is a hobby legend we should trust again i i, I just there's no objectivity there I, I it makes me question his actions in general now i tell you right now and i'm petty so most people don't have this visceral reaction like i do <laughs> i just would never use a service again i, I mean that oh. that's an and that's a vast overreaction because i like to do that anyways i wouldn't you want to roll with people like this who have defrauded people in the hobby cool i won't buy a cell with you ever again and I'm not saying other people should follow suit because I don't I don't care what other people do. I'm out on them Totally.
1: It looks like the general there. Look, uh, so it's funny enough that uh, another Instagram account, which I still don't want to use their name just because past incidents. They posted the interview on their uh, YouTube page just today. Um, and the general consensus from comments is essentially exactly how you feel. So, yeah,
0: I just. I, I don't know. I mean, what what are we doing? I know the the hobby is a short term memory, but this is. Yeah, I just I just think it was a laughable interview. No reason for it. So um, on
1: that note, let's go to Gatlinburg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. So sports cars, nonsense. Do you have anything else? By the way, is that it? We have anything big coming up? We will have a guest next week, by the way. I talked to a couple people. We'll have a guest. One of the next
1: week. You think he's got respond?
0: Gary's welcome to come on. I'd like to get Gary's. Yeah, I actually wouldn't mind that anytime. He's busy. I mean, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah. I mean, allegedly. It's fine. He's welcome to come back anytime. Draw. Okay. I'll, I'll make a painting for him. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> a digital paint. I've Instead
1: never of, seen you paint a single thing or draw a, thing, a single thing. I don't even think I've seen you use your hands to write something. I'd like to see that. No arms and no legs is basically <laughs> how you exist now.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. We so we'll be back Monday. This is Sports Cars it's Nonsense brought to you by The Ringer. Oh, Ronick said, don't we have a guest next Monday? Who do we have next Monday, Ronick?
1: I think it was uh, Alan from Collectible. I was I had to send. Oh, him an email. that's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's right. Alan's had us on a few times. Cool. All right. So yeah, that's the only new thing with us. We're still pumping is that newsletter. We're trying to get a big following there. Going to have some different segments and the whole kids corner thing. I am curious. I'm going to try to work with some people. We're starting with people I know. Obviously, I'm not going to reach out to random parents, but just like sending them boxes. Okay, if your kids into the hobby and interested, we're going to send you a box. Probably probably going to pay for it, but I'll give you a really good deal because um, I, I. It's more just about like hey the video with Matt's pretty cool. Dude rips a case, hits like the card he won. It was awesome. It's not going to happen every time. It's going to be a lot of disappointment. However, I think it'd be cool to kind of see that genuine reaction. Like kids get into the hobby again, doing some ripping. So those are kind of our two new pet projects we're trying to get moving on. So,
1: I will say this is the only video where someone's ripping open a card box and they get super excited and they don't yell, Let's go! <laughs> I'm so over that. Breakers are such idiots. <laughs> New All phrase. Right.
0: Anyways, there you go. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Listen to it anywhere you get your podcasts. However you're listening to this right now, just keep doing that. Just, so. just
1: do what you're doing. You're doing there you great. Go.
0: We'll be back Monday. See you later.